the last episode of the year getting quite nostalgic and um yeah this is it man gone uh, almost was it been like nine months yeah. yeah no it was good i mean i don't know maybe we could do some stuff over the summer though oh, i yeah, intend yeah. to see you some more this yeah, summer i'll see you i'll see but you. probably only special edition episodes but this is like the last episode of season two and the last episode in our current podcast studios yeah uh, my college college apartment the albanga room. studio the albanga studio that's good <laughs> i like that man we should have dug into that huh we should have but we didn't but we didn't and there's nothing we could do about it kind of the the theme of the year what could have been but a great wasn't. season i know we were just too busy no i meant more just like my, our lives oh well i guess that too yeah um that seems to always be the case like i think there's two types of people when they look back they either are like filled with yeah i mean i'm not like a I'm not, it's just like some people somehow look back and don't have like regrets. I've never understood how that's possible. Mm, no, I could see how someone could not have regrets. I yeah. mean, maybe there's individual things, but if you think about it, just like, well, if I did this thing then this would have happened and I wouldn't be here now. But I guess if you're, we watched Rocky for the first time last night. I mean, yeah. I guess if you find yourself in a Rocky situation at the beginning or actually the entire movie of that. Um, where you're just a fucking loser the whole time. Yeah. Then, I mean, like, how do you not have regrets in your well, life? Well, but even if not, like, I was talking about this uh, months ago with my friend Skyler, and he was talking, and he agreed with me, and he was like, you know, what people always say is, well, if I had done things differently, I wouldn't be who I am today. And that's true, but you could be in a better situation than you are today. You know what I mean? True. I mean, unless you're just killing it. If you have everything in the world, which nobody does, but that's the thing. Like I, I, I mean, actually, I have met a couple of people that seem, you know, they're like middle aged and they just really have it all and they're happy. It's incredibly rare, but I yeah, have I met know. those people. They live in like you know, Martha's Vineyard or something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I mean, they have to have them. something though. Yeah, you know? probably, probably. But it's funny too, actually, because I was thinking about this the other day. And it actually ties into Rocky because the, the famous quote, which I actually thought was in the first one, but it's in the sixth Rocky is where he says, it's not about how hard you get hit, it's about how hard you can get hit and keep going. Really? Fame. That was that late in the, in yeah, the, yeah, wow. yeah. Maybe he's, I know it's in the sixth one cause he says it to his son. Great quote. But then I was thinking like, well, that's, that's kind of undeniably true about life. Right. But then I was like thinking, I wonder if there's some people like 0.001% of the world that just never have faced adversity. Just like everything in their lives has gone Hmm. exactly how they wanted it to. Because I was thinking about it and I was like, most of the time when things don't go the way you want it to, it's a lot of luck. Like it's a lot of things you can't control. It's a lot of coincidence, bad timing, this and that. So by that, you could also make the argument that like, Things could have gone the way you wanted to if you had just better luck. And then, like, so I was thinking, like, by odds, there have to be some people that just, like, literally are just constantly in the right place at the right time. I mean, you know, statistically, that has to exist. Yeah. There's just too many people on this earth. I'm thinking next season we rebrand just a, a life advice. <laughs> what do you say, bro? But this isn't even advice. I'm just, like, thinking about it. Like a philosophy, kind of. Yeah. I don't know, man. It's got to be. It's got to be. They've got to be out there. Of course, they do. Man, crazy. 
crazy, crazy to think about. So, so you, didn't, uh, you didn't like Rocky though. No, well, I was a little tired last night. Yeah, you fell asleep. I fell asleep. It wasn't that late, by the way. <laughs> you know, it wasn't. No, it was just. It's you know, it's been a long couple of long couple of days. It's been a long island couple of days. Oh, dude, are you rocking as many mosquito bites as I have yeah, right dude, now? Yeah, I'm getting dude, destroyed. Well, mine are actually kind of healed now, but you could see that they're all that nice European blood. Yeah, man, yeah. what's going on with that, man? How, where'd you I get mean, the it's mosquito bites? Because I, I hang out in my yard. Oh, okay, which is so dumb. Because but every, apparently it's a it's a spot, right? It's a kind of a nice well, I spot. love it out there, but it's just you're gonna get destroyed by mosquitoes. Maybe. I'm moving in with Zach next year. Maybe we could get Put one of those tiki uh, torches. Yeah, some shit like that. <laughs> one of those uh, when we were at uh, when we were at the little Saks get together. Mm-hmm. Um, Troy said something like he bragged about this like uh, mosquito zapper thing that they had. Yeah, he showed us that, and he had like a little. It looked like burning sage or some shit like that, but yeah, yeah. it was specifically for mosquitoes. I don't know. There's a bunch of interesting stuff. We could try it out. My dad used to love the tiki torches. Tiki torches you know are pretty, things? yeah, like of course. The huge sta- they don't work at all. No, but they look kind of cool. They look great. They yeah. kind of smell nice depending on which ones you they get. They do smell nice. Yeah. No, I like them. I like them. But yeah, Rocky was, I, I was a little disappointed. It was just weird how little they used the famous soundtrack. You know? Yeah, that was the main like, thing They really should have leaned in me. on that. Also, just like I thought that Rocky, I mean, I knew it was like that style of movie, you know, the underdog movie. Yeah. But it it started as an underdog and then he still ended as the underdog. So it was a yeah. little weird. It's also weird that it's like 40 minutes of buildup of him just being like really just sad, just having like a shit life. Mm-hmm. And then they kind of just like, power through the important parts like the love story there's like two scenes with him and her and then there's like very little actually bought there's like two training montages most of the movie is either just like establishing that this guy's life is really sad and then like just that guy creed yeah the guy creed yeah so it's like the 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 like heroic parts of the movie are so little of really yeah. yeah, and also just the love interest is just it's a, it's an odd but one. ugly. Yeah, it's it's strange. The most bizarre thing. Yeah, I don't. I wonder what people thought of that back then. then. Yeah, because a lot of people say like women, like the the love interest, weren't as like objectively attractive. But it's not really true. Like Elizabeth Taylor, mm-hmm. Marilyn Monroe. You know what I mean? So it's not like they were just like searching for someone. Yeah, it was definitely a bizarre choice to put her in. Um, you know, it just it was a confusing combination of a couple. Yeah. And yeah. The other thing too is she was playing so fucking hard to get. I mean, she just doesn't say anything. Rocky borderline harassed her to even get her on a date. Yeah. Then after the date, she wasn't into it. Then he literally corners her in his door frame, and yeah. then they're making out. And the next scene you see, they're snuggling up on the couch watching the news where Rocky was interviewed about the fight he was going to have. You're right. That's what I, I mean. mean. It's so quick. Honestly, it reminds me of Mr. Mom. Remember back when we watched yes. Mr. Mom? Yes. It does kind of remind me of that. But it's hard to understand verbally. 
That was also a problem is the guy speaks and it's just Dude. impossible to understand what he's saying. <laughs> Ridiculous. Yeah, it's not good. Ridic. Nice. Straight up. But uh, honestly, it was still a fun hang though. We got Ron out. No, it was a great hang. Yeah. Shocked he came. Heard think about he's going to work out tonight for him? No. No, probably not. Never does. Love the guy, but he's, you know. It's I keep telling happen. him, like, he's got, he should just be focusing on Jersey. Get back to Jersey. Make the money there. Dude. Forget boom. Miami. It's, it's, I don't know. It's a little late for all of us in this shithole. Exactly. So that's why I'm saying, like, get yeah. in Wayne, Fountains of Wayne, and do you some know? stuff there. Come on. Yeah. It's, it's better up there anyway than down here. You know, it's funny, though. I was thinking about this the other day, and I think we're kind of we're kind of doomed like not not just in general even though maybe we are but i was thinking like people from the northeast who aren't really wealthy it's like a it's a weird life because i was thinking about it and i was thinking about all the people i know who are from the northeast who aren't really wealthy most of them aren't from manhattan even though i know a fair amount that just had places in manhattan from a long time ago who stay their whole lives they all just kind of look like they got punched in the face yeah. one too many times and they all like there's just such a bitterness and it's like the problem is if you leave the northeast you're probably going somewhere worse but if you stay you're surrounded by like the wealthiest, most successful people in the world. You know what I mean? So it's like, you're yeah. kind of like surrounded by what could have been. It's like a very, cause like, that's what I've always said is if you're from like Topeka, you kind of have it made cause you just have to get through your first 18 years of life and keep like a level head and keep like inspired, that's, that's hard inspired to live. I know it's very hard, but if you can do that, you're set. Because then everything's going to be amazing. I think just a high percentage of people stay where they're born. No, yeah, stay definitely. very close to it. Yeah. And uh, maybe in the city it's different. On the island, you really find these people who, you know, stay. They maybe even they stay in the same town on Long Island their entire life. Really? And it's funny because, you know, my parents, um, they grew up in Deer Park. Yeah. And anytime I, I took a gig in Deer Park or did anything in Deer Park and my dad would come with me, he'd always run into either like an old girlfriend. Really? Cause my dad was a stud, um, you know, old girlfriend, old friends and everything. And then he would tell me afterwards, like, yeah, no, this, this chick has been here her whole life. Yeah. She has kids here. Um, you know, and there are people you meet that like, you don't think exist. These people who peaked in high school to the point where their whole life, like somehow it's like, yeah, I get that they're, you know, they're reconvening with an old friend and they're talking about the old times but man hearing like a 52 year old woman talking about like what went down back in high school or something like that and you're just sitting there just like wow yeah this is what could happen to me oh yeah definitely and yeah i guess you're right that does exist everywhere but it's something about the like i don't know there's just a vibe in it in because it's it's like way more you know what it is it's because it's not like because most of the northeast is like a very obvious like good place to like have a family and you know what i mean it's not like you're yeah. staying in like just like nowhere land so because of that it's like people do it and it's there's nothing wrong with it but i've just noticed like so many of them i don't know why it's just sad maybe it's just me i don't know 
No, it's just, it's sad, man. All of it. That's why it's like. That's what I'm saying, man. The more and more I think about it, the more I kind of envy someone that's from like. I mean, actually, I don't envy someone that's from like Topeka, but I do envy someone maybe that's from like. Hmm, like, you know, like Cleveland, like kind of a shithole city, but it still probably would have been kind of fun. You know what I mean? Well, yeah, of course. Like the 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 most happening spot in a state that isn't as happening as some yeah, others. Yeah, you because know you're mean? still starting low. Yes, exactly. It's Very low. Man. It's just, yeah. Anyway, this is kind of a sad start. Yeah. <laughs> Fuck. All right. I don't know. What else do you want to talk about? You want to talk about what we did this season? I could pull up our. We could. Uh, there was also a uh, New York Times Facebook post I want to go over. Ooh, okay. You want to do this? Sure. All right. All right. So the picture is a glass of milk uh, in like a field with a big X around it. And it's, uh, it reads, scam or not, are plant milks good for you? Plant-based milks can be good for you, but in most cases, they should not be considered a nutritional substitute for dairy. And some of the sweetened versions can contain more added sugar than a donut. This is an article, by the Mm -hmm. way. I'm not going to read the whole article, but this was what was posted uh, a day ago while, uh, you know, the biggest war ever is unfolding in the Middle East. Um, But the comments are what's really great. (laughs) Allison Marie Binder comments in quotations. Good for you is not an effective way to discuss this. <laughs> is cow's milk good for you? Not if you have lactose intolerance. He's got a point there. There are also plenty of other ways. Blah, 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 blah. Um, so much easier on my f- fiance and I's stomach. Plus, we don't have to contribute to the cruelties of the there dairy industry. I was for it. Win-win. Another comment. Yeah, we aren't cow- calves, and there are plenty of plant milks without added sugar plus lactose intolerant. So there's thousands of comments on this. Um, yeah, was this article paid for by the dairy industry? Irresponsible and biased. People really care about this. No, we're gone, bro. I'm the perfect example for why kids should be drinking more milk. <laughs> like, just look you at the. Did you drink milk when you were a kid? Nah, not I a didn't crazy either. amount. I, didn't I was always either. like, yeah, milk's kind of gross. I used to hate milk. Now I like milk. But I used know, to have cereal every morning. You didn't have that? Yeah, I mean, I guess. Story brought to you by the cruel dairy industry. <laughs> the only ones who need cow's milk are baby cows. People are Ugh, so New York losers. Times. This headline and photo are lame. You can't generalize. Like we're not talking about people. We're talking about milk. Why do you care? No, because they think that you know from fucking looking shame at- on whoever wrote this like a tablet article. And these have like hundreds of likes, so it's not just like some wacko. No. Wow, I just said wacko. Like I'm like a like a boomer. My mom, mom. loves that word. Yeah, wacko. Wow, I'm really pissed. I just said that. No, I but love anyway, that word. like, no, we're, we're talking gone. about milk. We are gone. Right? We are gone. What's wrong with cow's milk? If you like plant milk, go for that. I don't like. 
No, because I'm just so confused. The How did way we get that the, the anti-dairy industry thing that goes on, you know, the whole like, look at these videos of the way that your food is made and shit, you right, know, it's right. and they think they're fucking reinventing the wheels if this this argument hasn't been made like millions of times. I yeah. mean, it all started, you know, the concrete jungle Upton Sinclair, baby. The it's he made a whole What's book. Uh, what was it? 1920s, maybe he he just made a whole book like exposing what goes on in the like the any poultry or you know any meat industry the way that it's processed and why people Mm. are getting sick yeah and now it's because people are actually getting sick now it's like our meat's very clean it's just you know we're still killing animals which is what our fucking biology tells us to do and now that these you know and i i agree with the new york times i mean you can't with the soy milk thing we have so i got soy milk in um or no i got um almond milk Mm-hmm. In the fridge right now. The yeah. only reason is because my brother, he thinks he might be lactose intolerant because when he has milk with his cereal, sometimes it doesn't agree with him. So we tried sure. it out in my house. And the reason, the only reason why it's stuck is it actually tastes so fucking good because it's sugared up. Yeah. It's like silk almond milk, vanilla flavor. Yeah. yeah. It's like, yeah, it tastes great in cereal because it's, like it's just, just like, yeah, it's exactly. It's like yeah, yeah. sugar central. It's right. like a sweetener. But I would never sit back and ever think that it's... um something that's nutritionally equal because it isn't we don't have a substitute that's nutritionally equal i don't care if you put no sugar in it you're still it's still not the same amount of protein that you're getting or from from cow's milk dude i just don't like it's milk it can't be that bad i'm sorry i just no, don't they're saying that it. it's the same mills that you know they beat the shit out of these cows and keep getting them pregnant a million times so the milk keeps coming and then they kill them and their babies and everything. That That's the argument. Yeah, but I've heard they really abuse these almonds, too. <laughs> that's good. But why do we give a fuck about cows? Since when do we give a shit about There's cows? There's so many of them. There's just so many cows. No, it's just <laughs> fuck them, right? <laughs> I, mean, I don't get it, man. They're, they're kind of funny, though. So what, man? They were they're just... also... They're, I like the way they look. They look stupid. They make good fucking clothes. I mean, it's a good product. Let's let's be slaughtering these fuckers even more. It's funny you're not a big cow person because most of the girls you end up with are cows. <laughs> ah, there it is. There it is. Too obvious. <laughs> Sorry, ladies. <laughs> um, Whatever happened to calling girls cows? I mean, <laughs> well, I think, I'm I think serious. a lot happened to that, sadly. I know. Well, is I think that's that, so wrong. Well, nowadays, now yes or yes. If you call him a cow, it's actually more of a compliment oh, to some of these people. Oh, there you go. You know, keep them safe, you know. What if you call an Protect Indian girl a cow? Is that a compliment? That could be racially insensitive, possibly as well. Okay, but what if you didn't mean it to be? <laughs> okay, well, it's a compliment. It sounds a lot like the that's a yeah. few weeks ago the argument your dad got into about. Oh, um, uh, interesting. A little callback right. there. It is. Because, yeah, you don't mean still, it to be, but there's also kind of... Uh... No, but it, the only... No, 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 hold up. I don't think that's true because to them, cows are like the most sacred animal. So sure. you're calling them a sacred being. But it's only that's only in the Hindu tradition. Yeah, so but I'm saying... Well, I'm not talking about like the sure. Indian okay, Muslim, okay, okay, okay. you know? A Sikh. A Sikh. I'm talking about a Hindu, a real down-home, <laughs> you know? All right, well, if you do call an Indian girl a cow... If you're in India, that could also mean something different too. I mean, a lot of these broads raised I, here, they don't, I don't know, maybe it's not the same. 
Yeah, but you're thinking you're not getting the point. Like, let's just get to the bare bones. Let's of it. get it. I Give think it I think it's a compliment. Wouldn't it be like calling us like a bald eagle? It's like kind of like a good thing. Huh? Yeah, but that, that's the thing. I, I just I don't think I know enough. I mean, I, I, I'm aware that it's it's that cows are seen as holy in the religion. However, I don't know if it's seen as a national creature the same it way a bald eagle is. is. Maybe it well, is. Well, yeah, I know it's the religion, but like the whole country, most of the country is like a devout Hindus, I'm pretty sure. It depends on which part, but yeah, I understand what you're saying. All right. I mean, if you want to. <laughs> no, I'm, I'm getting into card. the weeds on this cow. You're and an this expert cow on Indian provinces. Now, my next question that like, okay, let's, let's talk about all the types of farm animals. Why stop yeah. at cows? Okay. Which one of these animals... I mean, obviously calling a woman an animal is probably not going to go over well, but sure. what are your is, arguments for which it's animals it's kind of so okay? So women are cows, men are pigs. Okay. You rarely hear those flipped. I You normally do not hear a, a big guy getting called a cow. Yeah, and cow I just think is just less common. you normally don't hear a woman being called a pig. I've, I've heard women being called pigs before. I have. In my circles, it's yeah. common. <laughs> Dude. I got to admit, like maybe one of the funniest things ever said was when Megyn Kelly on like the debate, like the first Republican uh-huh. debate, was like, you've called women cows, slobs, disgusting animals, blah, 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 like all this stuff to Donald Trump. And Donald Trump just goes, only Rosie O'Donnell. <laughs> no, that's classic. I was like, yeah, I mean, after that, I was like, it's hard to really dislike this guy yeah, yeah, i don't know it's Dude. tough first of all it's just not true like he did say it to but he thought like how do i get out of this let me just take a dig at rosie o'donnell <laughs> it's also so funny about that it's so dated by that time I it was know. 2016 rosie o'donnell hadn't been popular for over like 10 years the yeah. view is so just in obscurity at this point what's well, tradition but, <laughs> you know, but they had a lot like they still are feuding. If you look at Rosie O'Donnell's Twitter, she's still going after him. But it, it dates back long before it was because he was like a racist. Like it literally goes back to like early 2000s when he would just like go after her. It was kind of like a cute thing back then. Well, not really cute because he would just go after her weight. But <laughs> it's it was funnier blow. back then. And now it became like death threats and stuff. Yeah, but, yeah, yeah. But it is funny that it always, be, yeah, that's the natural progression of human nature. Right. Start with a fat joke, end with, you know, end with a homicide. Of course, it's America, baby. But so we, we were talking about farm animals, right? Yeah. So let's go back to this. Yeah. So like, let's just kind of like go down the. We're we're basically old McDonald had a farming this right now. Like, okay. <laughs> now, on, you know, on the spectrum of the different animals, how offensive is it to call a woman a chicken? Uh, not very. There's a certain connotation. Again, that's more of a guy's insult. Maybe a guy to another guy. Yeah, but no, I I think it's genderless. It is. You're right. Woman pussies out over something you call her chicken. Guy pussies out over something you call her chicken. Yeah, that's true. Trying to think. I haven't been called a chicken in like since lower school. I know that was a tough insult to to take back. Oh yeah, and they start going. Yeah, you ever get that? You just get right. You oh, just, that hurt. It's fuming because there's nothing you could really do. Did you ever do that to to someone else? No, no. You weren't into bullying when you were when you were young. No, not I wasn't really the, too much of the bully guy. I was, tagged along. No, I mean a little you bit. Know, I, you were on the cool side of history. Well, In elementary maybe. school, my my grade was kind of small, 
and uh, it was about 60 kids, maybe 50 kids. Yeah. And when we, we used to have these weird library, like sort of assemblies on bullying mm. and every time it became, it, it was basically the view actually. It's funny you bring up the view because round, round table. Yeah. Kids just started raising their hand and being like, uh, Jackie was, was bullied me, you know, last really? week. Yeah. They it would just say it in the open. Boom. Boom. Whoa. I remember sitting there just like praying my name didn't come up in conversation. That's the original cancel culture Wow. on my elementary school library public school? floor, public school. It was just small. I was the second to last year in my public school, elementary school, because it got closed because of small en- enrollment. Small public school in, in Long Island? Wow. Yeah. Nesconset Elementary, baby. Dude, that's a... Uh, Rest in peace. I'm surprised, like, so, like, people would have the courage. Well, when they're young, you know, they're yeah, bashful. Yeah, but then I'm sure they, they would just get bullied more by that same person. Well, then it became, like, a whole snitch he said... Cheese, yeah, snitch culture. So they're just raising people to be snitches. I and they grew that. up to be... Um, Liberals during a pandemic, actually. (laughs) But no, it it was, uh, no, it became very interesting because it would happen every year without You never got called out? No, I never did. Did you ever call someone out? No. I was always like, this is dumb. Like, why are we doing this? You know, I'd I'd much rather be called on. You see, that's an interesting question. I, I, the only people I remember saying things were girls, but I'm pretty sure that it was both. I just feel like if a guy would say that he would just be, uh, you know, he would have everyone would turn their back on him forever. You know what I mean? It's just like that sounds like Tattletown. Once you find out like a kid tattletale, it's like it's hard to come back. You say that, but I don't know, man. I think that we're raising our kids to be tattletales. Well, now we are. And then I think we we were were too. Yeah, maybe a little bit. Because if you call it tattletaling, it just sounds worse. Yeah. You call it bullying. It sounds like this, like You're slick right. kind of like, you know, I don't know. It's statistic, you know, bullying. Sure. It sounds like uh, medical, like, I don't know. I don't know how to explain it. You're right. Like bullying yeah. sounds way more serious than like, you know, tattling. It's like you're reporting someone for bullying. Mm, That's what it used what to be. Yeah, yeah. Eventually we grew up and there were um, these like anonymous, like bullies, bullying wow. slip things that we would write. Jeez. That's intense. Dude, the stop bullying, man. The original stop Asian hate. Who <laughs> who was that? Was that Michelle that did that whole stop bullying thing? Probably. Or was she just about the eat carrots? The, the eat carrots thing. What is Michelle Obama's take on the milk crisis in America? I think she's pro-milk. She should be. Because she's all about getting out there. She's all about doing a little running around, you know, playing a little soccer on the weekends. She knows the she knows the soy boys. Yeah, <laughs> you know I don't think she thing? likes. I think she likes milk. Classic. I think she likes a little, a little risk in her yeah. milk. You know, she wants a little a little, a little chance of uh, stomach problems. You know, I mean, you know, what's what's wrong with a little tummy hurt? There's nothing sexy about almond milk. There is a little sexy with the, uh, you know, with the, the milk from a teat of a, of a stuffed Well, cow. it's the classic. I mean, it's the only food brand I could think of that the main advertising thing is showing it messy on someone's face. Like the milk mustache, <laughs> like the got milk. I hated that. I always thought that was disgusting. Well, of course. Like, I mean. I, I'm happy they stopped doing that. I haven't seen the got milk mustache well it was it was kind of funny though i mean seeing a huge picture of the rock in your cafeteria with like got milk disgusting. on it i hated seeing milk that maybe that's why i didn't drink milk when i was young it's an interesting point you see Ugh, even thinking about it now like milk i didn't on a mind mustache? in the pictures though i mean it was a little gross when like someone in class was like ugh. pointing to sorry to ruin your afternoon like, ugh. yeah i know because now i'm thinking about it again and uh 
Well, it was kind of a cultural. Was, you had a picture staple. of the rock. Yeah, the rock was the one we had in the cafeteria. That was in that was actually in high school. Nice. Yeah, I, I don't know who it was growing up, but you know, you knew that there was just tons of people all the time. You smell what he's cooking. What is that like? A do you smell what the rock's cooking? You don't know that. Oh, is that like a some yeah, sort of saying? Never mind. Yeah. But back to Michelle. Okay, and then we can go back to the farm animals. We're going. We're Tangent City tonight. Yeah, you like Michelle? I'm not gonna lie. I I thought she was cool. I think she's cool. People, why does she get so much hate? I mean, compared to the fucking Melania, who's well, like, a, I think they both did, didn't they? What? I think they both got a lot of hate. Well, I think Melania was just the like it was it was hate for more deserved reasons. I mean, she was probably one of the one of the lesser active first ladies in i mean definitely in our lifetime i mean you know she speaks like four languages interesting how well does she speak i don't know english english yeah her english is not amazing it is kind of cool that in some ways trump brought in a real uh heroic diversity the first foreign born first lady I mean, it is pretty funny because it's like that? it's like a mail order bride, though. Whoa! Am I, allowed, am I allowed to say that about the first lady? I guess she's white, so no one can take offense to that. I don't know. She was like kind of Slovenian. a she was just a supermodel, no? I think so. Yeah. So I don't know. It does it count she a the same star, way? I think when she was younger, I think there was the, there was talk of that. Oh, she was like eleven or twelve. But I wow, <laughs> I um I remember when everyone was reading Michelle's book. And I wanted to read it. Me I too. Did, I still kind of do want to read it. I wanted to read about how she was getting, you know, spinach on lunch trays while she was cool with her husband funneling money to Iran. I all wanted right, to read All that. right. All right. <laughs> Fuck, I wanted to read that chapter, but I never got a chance. Too far? Well, not too far, but uh, come on. <laughs> Colin likes Obama. He doesn't like hearing anything against his. I don't know. He's a he's a he's a he's a good president. He was all right. I don't know. He 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 was put in a pretty shitty situation. I mean, he had to right. fix the like absolute foreign affairs crisis we had in this country because Bush decided to play games in the Middle East, looking for weapons of mass destruction that didn't exist after 9-11 yeah but obama's policy in the middle east was even worse i mean his was just like bomb all of it he, but he had the worst i mean that's why it's hard for me to like him. his foreign policy was maybe probably the worst foreign policy of like any president ever yeah you might be right i mean i guess bush did start the war though so actually you'd have to say that was worse and but, i don't know how do you even fucking stop a war like that does well, is it that easy he did it. well trump kind of did yeah no he trump pulled out the troops I'm curious what Trump would have done though in Obama's shoes. He I probably would have doubled down. Same, no, I think he would have done the same. You thing. really think so? Well, it wasn't that much different when he walked into as what Obama walked into. I don't know. In 2008, it was seven years after 9/11. So pretty. Yeah. Osama bin Laden was still kicking. Yeah, but he. You, I think dude, Trump ISIS would want. Is far more dangerous. Than of course, Al-Qaeda. but they don't have the one guy. That faces were on everyone's cable TV box. Okay, I guess, but he killed him in what? 2012 or 11. Okay. Yeah, so he still had five years. Of course. Him. I don't know. I just think that Trump would and really want like, to be the guy who killed bin Laden. Don't, don't you see that? Well, yeah. Definitely. Obama obviously did too, but I feel like Trump would have. I don't know. I mean, these are all stupid speculations, but 
I don't know. I like honestly, Obama is the only good episode of comedians and cars getting coffee. And that is a huge impact on my opinion of his political stances. So I like Todd Barry's. I didn't see that one. It was pretty good. The only ones I saw sucked until that. Have one. I talked on this about uh, the comedian cars episode with Mel Brooks and uh, what's the other guy? Uh, Alan, not Alan Alda. What's the guy's name? Carl Reiner. Have I talked about this? No, you haven't. I remember I was watching it with my brother. Wow, your brother actually wanted to watch this garbage? I feel no, like your brother we is just, a higher... Yeah, no, we were just sitting on the couch. And there was like nothing to watch, so I just pulled it up. And I and it's like Seinfeld, Mel, and Carl Reiner, and they're like eating like deli meats in like this like kind of sad apartment, which was surprising because hmm. it was like Mel Brooks's place. And my brother just goes, you know, this is so Jewish that it's actually not funny. <laughs> And I was like, yeah, you're right. It was just because at some point it's just not funny anymore. Kind of like with Rocky at some point. It's so yeah. Italian. It's not even cool anymore. It's uh, just yeah, like, right. it's just like bumbling and not too fun. much. Yeah. I guess that's really with anything, but specifically with Seinfeld, and you know, I'm sorry to do this to your, you know, the classic Seinfeld. Yeah. Um, but it made me realize how we all just kind of accepted that we liked Jerry Seinfeld. And honestly, in my opinion, for what? Well, he's not funny really now, but he used to be. Uh, yeah. Like, I guess the little two second one bit one liners <laughs> On they the would show. throw at the beginning yeah. of the show <laughs> yeah. were fine. Well, I think I just accepted no, that he's, he was his, this. No, like, if you watch young stand-up, it, it's honestly really good. Is it? I, at I'll least check I it think out. it is. I think like if you watch him on like Carson show and like the late, 70s it's pretty funny i'll check it out i'll give him a chance but i think it's just one of those and the show like, is genius and he did co-write good. it with larry david so he's definitely he and he he's not really a great actor though he's definitely like my least favorite character on the show yeah well that's what i mean it's like yeah. he's the least interesting part now he is and then it's like yeah and then he has this show where he hosts it and you think I mean, he gets like the best guests ever. Yeah, I know. And you'd think that it'd be like this great show that's amazing, but it's like unwatchable. Yeah, it's not. I don't know. Too many fucking jokes about how he knows he's rich and famous. And it's like the questions always come up. You're right. Um, And I just like, dude, like, fuck off, man. I know. No, I actually think he used to be funny. If you watch him on that show, Tough Crowd, too, he's really funny. I think something happened when he, like. Well, he became too big. I don't know. If a comedian it's ever also gets weird. that big, he didn't big. do anything for like twenty years. Well, the show, the rerun, the reruns, just like f- I know, but still, like even like rich people normally want to get richer. He like made the B movie, and that which was, was it. like kind of funny, yeah. Like that 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 happened. Like he wasn't doing st- like I honestly want to know what Jerry was doing. Dave Chappelle took a pretty big break though too. Yeah, but didn't he like go to Africa or something? That was like a. Maybe did I'm not like, sure. Did he have like a breakdown or like it was something like heavy. Seinfeld was probably just like chilling. Well, in, yeah, I mean, Hamptons. He's also just a comedian. Like I was about to say, like, should if we get comedians this rich, it loses the relatability, which is the whole reason yeah, why comedians course. are funny. But so. he got rich because he was actually a genius. What he did was the same thing Oprah did: is they bought the rights to the reruns. 
So now it's like impossible to do. They were like the first and last two to do that. That's why Oprah is a billionaire mm. and why Seinfeld is. I forget exactly what it is, but it was something about the contract with the reruns where they would make like, you know, hundreds of thousands, like every time the episode was just on TV. That's very interesting. So I think Oprah is even wealthier than him, but. That's funny because Dave Chappelle, on the other hand, didn't own the rights of Chappelle show and they put yeah. it on Netflix. And he started yeah. a whole war for them to get Chappelle's show off Netflix because you make a dollar. They took it from off it. immediately. I know. Yeah. That's the thing with Netflix, man. You can cancel them every which way and, and they'll listen. You're right. Yeah. Well, because they're so close to just completely going under that they have, if, if they lose the support from the people, it's over for them. Are they really? Well, the thing with Netflix is, is, is that it's all like a farce. Like they're extremely in debt because they use billions of dollars to fund their. Um, original content mm. and they put so much in it that they're in debt but it's kind of like a bubble because they're making money for the investors because the people spending money to have Netflix so it's it's just kind of they're in this weird state that it's like if people stop paying for Netflix they're going to be so in debt that it's going they're going to have to go bankrupt wow but they're kind of like coasting somehow right now I'm not like corporate America enough to understand how they could be in such debt but still being a profitable company but hmm. but I think that's also how big movie studios have to do it too though right they have to go in debt before box office because it's just they're spending like hundreds of million dollars like there's no way that the yeah, company yeah. just has it on hand like that right yeah I, I would think so it's kind of like they're making decisions based on like projections about yeah. how much money they'll make speaking of projections my gut tells me it goes crypto oh yeah <laughs> Look at I us. think I might become like a crypto bro. I'm getting into Just be it. careful, man. They, it's yeah, a kind of a dangerous. No, I know it is dangerous. It's the snake oil. It's either like you, you said that it could be the. What did you compare it to? You did it so perfectly. Oh, it's, it's like the housing. Um, this could be the housing market of our time yeah. or this could be the snake oil of our time. There's no in between. No, I but think. I don't think that's. No, I think it's too late to say that because already. Well, Bitcoin's become, worth a good amount right now. It's in the 50,000s. Yeah, but all like so many of them, like Ethereum too. I know there's a bunch. So it's I think it's unless it all just crashes one day, oh, which I don't see happening. One of my biggest regrets in my life, as we were talking about regrets, is twice throughout my grade school experience, I did projects on Bitcoin mm. when I was 12 years old, really, and when I was 15 years old. <sighs> Both of those times, you could buy one Bitcoin for like. When I was like 12, it was probably 800 bucks. When it was 15, no, no, maybe less. like even less, do you think? Dude, in 2012? Maybe a few hundred. Because, okay, what happened yeah, was there was, was there was, was a spike at one low. point that got decently high. And then it dropped and everyone sold after that. And it was it was worth nothing. So I'm just trying to remember if 2012 was before or after the spike or during the spike. It could have been. Because it, it spiked and then dropped down and then it got back up to a thousand again when I did my project in 2015. Hmm. But either time, I mean, if I just took basically all the liquid funds I had in my entire life and bought one Bitcoin. Dude, in 2012, it was low. Yeah, you're probably right. But it, either way, it was ridiculously I mean, low when I did the well, project. Yeah, I was going to say... When people were like, oh, I should have done it. But the fact that you actually did a project on and it, I, that the, hurts. What hurt is that like the project was advocating for to buy it, to buy it. Yeah. But I just did. I, I, that, that's just what's wrong with all these standardized tests and the way that 
the public school systems run that I focused so heavily on the material and the grade that I got on the project that the content itself, I didn't even follow myself. That is sad. Wow. I mean, imagine, but also like my parents are not investing parents. Mm. They just don't fuck with it. So like they would never like, especially when I'm like 12, like my parents wouldn't give me access to my bank account. Yeah, I was just going to say, you would have also had to get them to open up the account. Mm -hmm. And they wouldn't have done that. They would have been like, what the fuck is this? Plus not to mention, this is the other dark reality. Mm-hmm. Pretty much anyone who bought Bitcoin during that time lost the password. <laughs> either lost the password. I was actually yeah. going to say that. Or they sold in the first spike oh, yeah, in 2016. Yeah. Late. So my mom did. Yeah. Well, most people yeah. did. She's not alone in that. Yeah. She's probably very happy that she tripled whatever amount she put in or something like that. She was so into it. And then she now look. a couple of grand or something. I mean, look at where we're at now. If your mom yeah. kept it, it would probably be crazy, right? I think Whatever it's what, she like put. seventy grand right now. It's yeah, fifty four thousand. Oh, fifty four. Oh, so she it dropped, a, wasn't it? Sixty five. It's been all over the place, but the last time I checked, it was fifty four yesterday. Gotcha. When we bought, when we bought, um, Cardano. Co- yeah, Cardano, Cardona, whatever it is. I'm telling you, man, just don't look at it. Look at it in like a year. Sure. That's my goal. Well, I'll look at it and sooner than that. Decide if I want to put a little more money in it because I sure, only put a sure. hundred bucks, and I don't know. I think I'm just, I'm just, my hope is it goes up to a thousand and then we just take the money and go to Atlantic city. Well, that's the goal. The Atlantic city <laughs> and episode blow it on one day. Yeah. And one roulette, not table even or a something. night, just a day, you know, on a bat rack table, back back rack table. What's that? It's, I don't know. It's one of the dumb games. They, they talk about it in a bunch of the movies. Really? Yeah. I don't know what I it is though. Have we talked about that thing where it's like, in the roulette table, you just you can never lose if you just keep doubling how much you put on it. No, I haven't heard of this. So it's like it's red or black, right? That's the so mm-hmm. if you you can also do numbers, but if you just go off red or black, so it's like you put ten dollars in and you lose it. All right. Then you put another ten in. Um and then so let's say you win it, so now you're back at even. You do it again, you put ten. Let's say you win it. Now you put another ten. You win again, then you put another ten. You win. the point is, if you just keep, uh, if you lo- lose ten and then lose ten another, then you put twenty to win back, and then if you lose that twenty, now you're at forty. So then you put forty. The the thing is, though, eventually you're going to get back because you're just doubling every time. Do you see yeah, what I'm saying? So but that, the, you see it, that works for something like starting at ten, but if you start at like a thousand, and you you know you're right, but doesn't it sound like that could work? No, it does sound like that could work. I just don't know how the you know they they rig as many things as they can there at these places. It's like I'm trying to figure out how they how they fuck you on that one, right? I know it seems too good to be true, but I always thought about doing that. We could try it. I mean, yeah. when we make all this money from Cardano, Cardano. I don't love that it has a very like not crypto name. Yeah, Bitcoin's amazing. Ethereum. Ethereum. Really nice. Nice. I'm thinking this summer, you know. When I work, I think I'm just going to put a percentage of it into savings, a percentage of it into just straight up investing too. And yeah. the rest I'm going to put into whatever my spending Chicken money. parms. Yeah. yeah, that's it. <laughs> Chicken pounds. Yeah. Um, yeah, that's a good idea. I mean, I guess I should have some money in savings. Well, you have all your money in, in the market right now? It's all in Cardano. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> I'm kidding. <laughs> That's scary as fuck. Most of it's in the market, yeah. Like, actually, almost all of it. 
It's the safe stuff, though. It's not like, you know, uh-huh. Starbucks or something. So I have most of my money in savings, which is kind of lame. Yeah. I, it's like one of those compounding interest ones, though. So it like gets interest. It's but still it's like a few so bucks, little, right? It's yeah. nothing. Yeah. But yeah, I, I want to put it into a, an IRA. Yo, I was thinking about that. Yeah. Do that. It just makes Roth. more sense. Yeah. Roth. Oh, maybe I should do that. We could sign on the same day. It'll be like wow. uh, the athlete signing day at high school. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Where like all these fucking rocky sounding motherfuckers <laughs> sit on there and sign their lacrosse scholarship to Duquesne or whatever. <laughs> that could be us lax. signing our Roth IRA. You must have had some lax kings at your high school that like did they sign to the Duquesne? Did I, did I ever tell you the Or like Middlebury? Did I ever tell you my um my high school freshman year bullies fall from fame. Did I ever tell you this? They were lax bros. Huge lax guy. Nice. He was, it's like the classic Rip though. duck. Yeah. That's <laughs> what they're called. Yeah, I don't know why, what, what that means, but I've heard them say it. They say it all the time. Well, anyway, he, he kind of, I don't know. He, he like soft core bullied me, but I wasn't really bullied growing up or anything funny enough. I don't know how with the bull haircut, the whole deal. Yeah. That might be the first time I brought this up this season. That's sad. Last season, it was like my catchphrase. That's kind of what we kept talking about. Yeah. Um. Well, he he would call me Colin Bear in the middle of class. I, I was <laughs> wait. That was his go-to Colin nickname for me. Bear? Colin Bear. I don't know. I had. Am this, I missing something? That's it. He would call me the most random. Is nicknames. that even a? That almost could just be like kind of a funny nickname. Yeah, but it was just the way he's. You know, when someone's yeah, fucking yeah, with yeah, you, sure. you know what I mean. Colin. But he would Bear. say it like in very public places, Colin, and it just he knew it got under my Colin skin. Colin Bine. Oh, that's kind of funny. Oh, kind of hilarious. Yeah. <laughs> um, but he called me like Phoenix. I don't know, like all these random names. So they were almost just like anti jokes. Yeah, like I really... guess. But like him and his idiot friends Phoenix. just thought it was so what funny. What is that? I don't even know. Huh? Okay. Well, like it's it's like a mythical creature. I think no, just, I know that. He kept calling but... me like nerdy things. I guess I don't know. Okay, sure. But sure. he would like throw a paper at me during class. I thought it was funny. Him and all of his friends because nice. I was in this global history class. I, I had the opportunity to be in the AP class, but I didn't want to at the time. I just I, I wasn't sure if I was going to do the music thing or the film thing yet, freshman yeah. year high school. So I said, "Fuck it, I'm not going to waste time doing all this bullshit." Yeah, yeah. I'm just going to do what makes sense for my future career or whatever. So I just did those classes, mm-hmm. and I just kind of cheaped out and did regular English and regular social studies. So sure. I was like the star student in this global history class. Mm. That was just a bunch of fucking yeah, idiots. Yeah, yeah. But you know, I would answer a lot of the questions and it was really awkward because I was like the only guy who did. So like him and all of his friends, every time I would answer a question, they'd be like, Oh, you know, Colin bear, you know, good answer or whatever. Nice. Like, and they would like crack jokes. Sure. Well, uh, he was this star lacrosse guy. Mm. He was popular, tall. He was on the football team, I think, too, or something. Nice. He had, like, the hot girlfriend, yep. the whole deal. This guy, Brad, or everyone was, like, talking about, like, what an amazing lacrosse Brad. player. I'm not going to say his name, but it might <laughs> as well. We can call him Brad if you want. I mean, everyone thought this guy, I mean, he was destined for greatness. He, he mm. was an idiot in school, but. Yeah, I mean, the only thing is there's not, it's once you get out of college, there's no lacrosse league. Well, he. He was getting um, he was getting scouted though by big colleges nice. like Brown. Uh, that was like the big sure. one that was looking at him. Like just a bunch of colleges. Like you just yeah. hear things all the time. Mm-hmm. And they're like, oh yeah, scouts are here for you know Brad at his at the at the practice. Yeah, and you know word gets around. Well, in public school, as you know, well actually I don't. Do they do this at your school? 
What? Um, the drug dog thing? No. God, okay. no. They would have caught the whole school. Well, at my school, they did the drug dog thing. Yeah. They did it once a year. That was it. And you're always like, you almost don't believe that it's happening because it's always when everyone's in class. And mm. afterwards, they're like, oh, yeah, there were drug dogs here. Yeah, and you're just yeah, kind of yeah. like, okay, whatever. Yeah, yeah. But, yeah, this day, they bring the drug dogs to school. And they fucking find in Brad's locker just a ton. I mean, okay, it was a ton of weed. And he swore up and down that he was storing it for someone else, which is just like the biggest bullshit ever. It's not really a good excuse. But also, uh, he was also abusing oxycodone. So, oxycodone, I don't know. I've heard it both ways. I don't know what the right way is. But yeah, it was bad. It's just like a bad teen movie right there. Yeah. So, it all went downhill. He um he didn't drop out of college uh, high school but he went to the community college and he got like a sleeve of tattoos and um yeah I don't know he kind of just became yeah not he he it's uprooted his whole life I don't know what he's up to now but I'm assuming it's not you feel bad for him in a way yes you see I'm a dick because at the time I was kind of like you know you got yeah. what you you got what you had coming to you but of course. You know, now that now I'm in college and the amount of drug abuse that's around me every single day, honestly, maybe Brown University was a good, or a college in general was a good place for him to be. He would have fit in with a lot of other people. And I don't know. I think that just... Yeah, dude, I still feel like even if someone's a shitty person, it's still like hard not to feel bad when something like that happens. You know what I mean? Like, it's still like, ah, just hurts to hear. Plus, I don't know. There's a whole other thing to it, though. Because um, anytime you uproot someone's life that early in their high school career, mm-hmm. they're just going to they're going to fail. Then they're oh, going to throw it all yeah. away. Not I mean, yet. he had basically anything in his life. He was proud of stripped away at such a young age that he, at that time in his life, he probably thought there was no turning it around. Of course. So yeah. then he just went the other way, which sucks. Gosh, that's brutal. And the sad thing is the only other time we re reconnected. Mm hmm funny enough another like almost like coming of age movie sort of moment the one time i got a traffic uh a speeding ticket um it was a long story but i was coming back from my high school girlfriend's house she lived in this small little village so they had their own shitty police uh on one of the turns it goes down to 25 miles per hour from 30 i was going seven miles per hour above the speed. I was going like 32. Yeah. The cop was waiting behind the bush to bang me. Really? Sucked. Well, I go to the traffic court and who's in front of me online than this guy, Brad. Mm. And this was senior year now. So this was like, I haven't talked to this guy since freshman year. He was your age. Mm -hmm. Okay. So now we're talking and you know, it's one of those awkward things where it's like, you don't know, neither one of us wanted to talk to each other, but it just kind of had to happen. We were both with our parents, our moms. Mm-hmm. So the moms start talking and then we start talking and then we find out we were actually pulled over by the same guy, the same cop. Yeah. And the same cop, this is the fifth time that he's been pulled over by the same cop. This kid <sighs> just never learned. Um, but at this point, the cop knows him so well that pretty much every time he sees him on the street, he pulls him over. Because he just dislikes him. Like the cop this time pulled him over because he was using his phone in the parking lot. But his car wasn't in park. His foot was on the brake. But he was just waiting for his friend to get out of um, the deli we went to that day. Secret deli. He was waiting for his friend to get out of the deli. Damn. And the cop strolled by. He's like, ah, Brad, nice to see you. He's like, "Uh, I'm giving you a ticket. 
and it was literally the kid's birthday the next day. Oh, God. Oh, it's just sad. I know. No, it's just certain people. It's like they just, yeah, that's it. You know, what you going to do? All right, you, you have a pretty funny uh, ZD's Top 5 if you want to do it. That's a good one. Came up with this on the fly. Top 5 months. Straight New up. New months are coming, as always. <laughs> so, I like that. It's a topical one. <laughs> it's a, a constantly topical. Um, all right. I mean, like, just in general, I guess these choices are. Huh? Anything specific? Any specific qualifiers? I mean, I here? can't give you a hint, right? I mean, I, yeah, guess, I mean, there's not. There's I guess I would choices. say no. I'm just the months I like the most. Okay. Um, did December make it? Nice number one. There it is. You know, it's just the charming month. Everyone's happy in December. We're the best place to be during that time too of the year. Oh, it's amazing. December also is for anyone in school. It's it's God's break because it's like mm. a month with no expectations. You don't have to do anything. Summer break, you're supposed to do something. You're supposed to work. You're supposed to do anything. Sure. Winter break. It's literally a month where you just get to like drink Irish coffee and like, you know, wear some like some sweatshirts and, uh, you know, you got to talk to your aunt maybe, but like, mm, it's typical, great. Yeah. It's amazing. So yeah, December. Oh, that's amazing. All right. There it is. There's one. I feel like you, you love July. I know. No, you love the 4th of July. It's, I know I do, but it's just smack in the middle of like dog days of summer. Once oh. you hit the second half of July. Yeah, I know. It's too, not yeah. good. It's just hot. And it's like, you're too deep in anymore. It's not fun anymore. All right. Because August is one of the worst months, and that's right before it. So, sure. How about November? Did they make the cut? Yeah, November is number four because it's again getting to December. Do you like October as well? I thought about putting it in there because it's like fall, but no. I don't know. I feel like there's a certain energy in October that's fun. No, it's a good one. It's definitely a good one. It's just not the countdown to Halloween sort of thing. Yeah. It's just again, it's kind of in the middle of of the season and it's like I don't know, maybe it should be on there. Maybe October could be five. I was going let's see, I was doing one, two, three. Yeah, you know what? I'll put October at number five. Hell yeah. Yep. What what did it knock out? It knocked out uh it knocked out May. Yeah, fuck May. Yeah. Alright, this is tough. Um how about April? April is number three. Just kind of a great month. Yeah. For a lot of reasons. But it's also school's ending, right? Yep. You can I mean, taste it. You can taste it, yeah. Oh, did did June make it? Yeah, number two is June. Yeah, June's nice. June's great. Start of summer. Everyone's happy in June, you know? Because by June, it, you're still, like, excited. Everything's, like, about to happen, and the heat doesn't bother you yet. It's, like, 
It's like that episode of Seinfeld where June is like, June. You know that one where no, he's like running through one. Central Park? I forget why there's a reason for it. But um, yeah, so December, June, April, November, October. That's it? We do it? That's it. All right. That was a pretty quick one. Not gonna, I mean. You only had 12 choices. Only had 12 choices. Um, what are the worst months? I would say February and August for sure. My birthday month. You're right. Well, February is a short one. I don't know. Here it's fine, but in in the north, well, it's it gets cold so as fuck. Sad. Yeah, dude, it gets dark at four. There's no more charm, and you're also not even like getting to the end because March is cold. But so growing up, there's there's that big February break that was always nice. It was like a week for me. Yeah, it was like yeah, I guess, but it was nice. It's all right. I think but... March was way worse. Than February, in my opinion. But there's hope in March. Is there? There's like hope. pretty much my whole life because of I guess I guess climate change. Mm-hmm. March was always like still kind of snowy. Yeah. Like it wasn't like what they say, like what maybe it should have been, where there's like like a whole fucking um, you know, everything's opening up, the the snow is melting, it's you know, you're going into spring, like Honestly, sometimes it snowed almost all the way up to April. Yeah, I know it has, but it's still, at least in your mind, it's like you think you're getting there. Mm. February, you're just like... September sucks. I don't... I don't yeah, September's not good either, but September. August is definitely the worst. Actually, I would put August, yeah. That's the worst month. I guess. I mean, at least with August, though, in the Northeast, usually school for us started around September 6th. So at least like you had all of August off still, and yeah, that yeah, but dread it's like, sucks. It's, it, I was but, just gonna say the dread is coming. That, but that, but I always felt like September was way worse because like no. September there's nothing. I mean, you know, it's that weird. I hate. I always hated the beginning of school. Yeah, it sucks. But dread is worse than the actual thing you're dreading. No, you're probably right. Think about it. Like, what's worse, Monday or late Sunday night? No, you're right. Sunday night. Yeah, because Monday's acceptance. Because that that August thing, uh, I like that. Very deep. August is that feeling like, you know, you're cool in that first week, but all of a sudden it's August 15th and you're like, you know what's coming. You're panicking. You know what's coming. You know you you got like two, three weeks left. Yeah, it's funny because. And it's fucking like 100 degrees in August. I know. It's it's so so hot. hot. Yeah. Especially down here in this shithole. But it is funny. That's a conversation you don't hear as much anymore. At least about for me, what? like growing up, like you always, mm-hmm. everyone, there's a point in the summer that every, every, the only thing yeah. everyone's talking about is, oh, school's coming you're right, soon. You're right. But because of college and everyone starts at a little different times, plus yeah, it's not like that. for the most part, everyone's kind of usually by the end of summer looking to go back. Sure, sure. Especially now. I mean, this is going to be our last year, our senior year after this. You're right. Um, so I don't think there will be many people in our age bracket being like, oh, I can't believe college is coming back. It's like at this point, let's finish it off, you know? Mm. Get get the rest of our life popping, yeah. but it's interesting to me that our whole lives, it was all about. Especially like the first summer you didn't hear it was the one you really didn't hear it. Like the summer before freshman year of college, I mean everyone's hopeful about if you're going to college, especially if you're going away. Everyone's hope like very hopeful. Oh, I'm excited to see what it's, I'm a little nervous, but I'm excited to see what it's going to be like. That's sure. what everyone always says. Right. But yeah, I mean. Your whole life up until then, everyone's like, oh, man, these days are numbered. You're After right, this, we're yeah. going back those, to hell. Those back-to-school commercials that would just kind of Dude, fuck you. those commercials, dude. Yeah, I know that they're just, trying to get people to go into Staples this, and give this, a fuck. Know, but the second you saw one, you knew 
And in a way, they're kind of like Christmas, bro, advertisements. That it's like every year of our education, they would somehow work their way a little sooner. I know. Well, that's like the joke. You know, it'd be like July, mid-July, and you'd see your first one. And you're like, what the fuck is this doing here? Yeah, that's very true. You can't escape it, though, you know? The worst thing... Whoever invented summer reading deserves to rot in hell. Yeah, I never had to do that. You're so lucky. I mean, that was an elementary school thing for sure. But it kind of bled into middle school a little bit. Like sixth grade, maybe? Who would even check that, though? Because don't you have new classes? The way it works is it's like it's so deep built into the curriculum that you get like a test or a quiz the second you come back on the material. Or you have to do like a book report or something like that like in the first month. It's like the first major project. Um, I get why it exists because there's that whole big thing. They call it the, the summer slip. You know about this? Yeah. I've heard about that. Yeah. It's a very parent term. I know. It's just like, dude, is that, that's really your biggest concern? Why, why, why isn't it just like the summer? Yeah. The real summer slip is if you spend your whole summer studying instead of like having a good fucking time. Yeah. Remember when it was like totally accepted to just do to just hang out for the whole summer. I mean, it was actually we, encouraged. Yeah. Like, I mean, man, that was great. Nowadays it's dark. Of course. Nowadays summers, it's like, yeah, they're fun, but at least for me, it's, it's like a different kind of stress. Oh yeah. You know, Definitely. It's, it's a stress of either just like literally working or mm. just like, why aren't I working today? Yeah. Yeah. yeah you know? Yeah. Yep. Yeah. I hear that. I mean, back then, back then it was just like, the stress just do whatever. Was nothing. Honestly, the the bigger stress that you, sometimes you hear kids have back in the day is when they'd go to like summer camp mm. and it'd either be like right before they're not that excited to go or they're really excited to go and then they come back and they're not excited to go back or you know what I mean? Like that sort of thing. Yes. And now internships and jobs and all that took that place of those feelings. You're right. You're right. And then college itself. It's like, Fuck. Boom. <laughs> Boom. Drop that on it. About an hour in. Are we? Yeah. Flew by. Flew by. They always do. They always do. That is true. I'm a poet, and I didn't even know that I was one of them. Fuck you. <laughs> Boom. Yeah, I'm going to get a drink, so in this time, I'm just going to pause it. Cool. So during the break, I will literally just be getting a water, and the amount of time you guys will be listening to music will probably be longer than the actual break that we're going to take. <laughs> we should play uh, that song, Goodbye, for the break. Uh, you know that one? Yeah, I'll put it on. Benny Goodman. That's sad. That is sad. <laughs> All right, well, enjoy this sad song. Bye. Love you.
on the line right now, we have someone that we've been trying to get on the podcast for a pretty long time. Close friend of both of ours. Honestly, well, a... Uh, that, but... All right, well, fuck you. All right. Uh, so, someone that's very important to the podcast, Mr. Jack Knowlton. Uh, in, insert clapping effects here. The know-it-all. The know-it-all. I like that. I don't. Okay, well, Jack does not like it. Now, uh, Jack's about to leave us to, uh, you know, to start his career in another country. We'll, we'll get into that in a little bit. But uh, before we do that, we're going to explain to you in the audience uh, what we'll be talking about today. So as everyone knows, there's been several episodes completely dedicated to this on our podcast. Uh, but we are doing what's called boss or bitch, where we ask you a situational question and you have to respond if it is boss or bitch. Um, so Let's I don't do know. It. You want to just crack into this list? Sure. So, um, let's see. What's a good one to start off with? This is something I feel like you would do. What do you think about cutting the sleeves off a shirt? (laughs) Cutting the sleeves off a shirt? Yeah. Like, as a dude? Yes. It depends on the shirt, right? Let's 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 say it was given to you. It was a free shirt. Free shirt. Because that's, I think, when most people do it. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I'm not going to lie and say I've never done it. I know. Right? I feel like I that's the vibe it. for, like, a free shirt that you wouldn't wear otherwise. You know? Just make a nice little cutoff. Perfect for the lake. Perfect for a hot summer day. But I think what you got to avoid, like, it's boss if you have, like, two of those shirts. Hmm. And they come out like once every couple months. Yeah, yeah. But I think it's pretty bitch if that's your entire wardrobe. You know, that's a good point, honestly, because I we've met people before that love the cut off look. Yeah, it's yeah. like a it's like a yeah a once once in a blue moon type deal. Sure, there's a time and a place for a nice cut off. But yeah, you definitely meet those guys who like pull up to every class you have with them freshman year. And just a different cutoff. And that's their gig. Like that. That's their, that's a little over. That's the their top. bit. Yeah, exactly. All right. How about this next one here? Ready for this? How about yeah? You know, this happens every. Honestly, I mean, COVID's the only thing that stopped this thing from happening more frequently. I felt like every few months you hear of a new movie like this. Movie comes out. It's like a kids animated movie. Think DreamWorks, and it's all about some dumb fuckers exploring the internet and it's some personified version of it but it's just a bunch of old people making a movie about the internet is that boss or bitch (laughs) it's funny because like there are so many movies that came to mind i don't know it's pretty it's pretty bitch it's like that whole quibby thing right oh quibby a bunch of old fucks who like thought they could relate to the youth but they were like 75 years old and they're like oh kids want 20 second tv episodes that they can watch on their phones i feel like it's like a similar vibe like people are like oh kids love the internet let's make movies about the internet like no yeah, that's is, all right is quibi still around i you're, you got me looking it up right now because you, you stop seeing the ads I swear, I swear they went bankrupt or something they spent like yeah they shut down dollars yeah. They but shut they got, down like, in October. Names. They were getting, like, The Rock and, like, Leo DiCaprio to star in their, like, 45-second episodes. And then 
nobody fucking watched it. Yep, and it shut down. It's gone. That's right. This podcast lasted longer than Quibi. Yeah, that's crazy <laughs> to think about. It only lasted six months, Quibi. Yeah. Damn, good Damn. point. Jack, what do you think about... Um, you got a big trip coming up. What do you think about only using trash bags for your luggage? <laughs> like, oh, like luggage that you're like, what? Like you're pulling up on the plane with trash bags, or is this like a? Um, I mean, let's say you have a backpack for you know some some quick things, maybe the cashews and uh, a water bottle. But the thing, most of it's going in the Irish luggage. It's going in. It's going in the black trash bags the hefty whether that's being I mean, checked or not doesn't even really matter if you're confident enough to do that <laughs> i feel like that's pretty boss like lug- luggage is expensive as fuck like weirdly expensive yeah it is, is it really so yeah it is if you're fine just pulling up with some black trash bags i guess i don't know i've been using the same duffel my entire life you seem like a duffel Maybe kind of guy i'm a duffel guy one one duffel and a backpack duffel knowlton yeah sure what do you Zach have an opinion on the Irish luggage. Oh, yeah. What's your opinion? I love it, man. I absolutely love yeah. it. I mean, it's very uncomfortable to to carry. You've done this before? Once. No Once. way. Yeah, yeah. I couldn't find my suitcase, and I had to go, so I just put it all in trash bags. Wow. But I felt wow. super... Because uh, it's, this, you know, the Irish luggage, you know, mustaches, um sweatpants it's just a nice fuck you to the world sure and when you really <laughs> lean into it you feel pretty good it feels yeah. nice getting looks from some boomers you know and you you checked the luggage you checked it like that no i never checked bags ever um i try not to man so you travel light always i yeah I travel good light. for you i always Way check a bag i do always have more respect at the airport for people that like clearly don't give a fuck that they're at the airport like you know you, you'll pull up to the airport and there are people like dressed to go on a plane and shit. Mm. Dude, that, like, I, why does I, that I still exist? That are just in like sweats and some stained t-shirts yeah. from the night before. It so makes maybe me angry. I'm like, we're going to the airport, like this, the, you know, a place devoid of all humanity and just like the, right. the, 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 the worst place ever. And people right. are like, you know, break out some Hugo boss and cufflinks. What yeah. are you doing? No, nah, like, dude. Stop. It's... I kind of love that a lot. No, I don't. I really don't. We I could love... disagree on this. Look, I just if you're getting dressed up to do, I'm not. Look, I love getting dressed up, and if you want to do it to go out to dinner, I like that. That's old school. That's great. But the airport? Who are you showing respect to, bro? Business. It, it makes the business agents? trip, bro. It's, it's a business trip. You gotta you gotta no. look the part. If I was on a business trip right now, I would be dressed to the nines. Well, I'd have my I best suit at on. The airport though. I don't care the whole time, bro. The whole time. It's a brag worthy experience. Man, I just That's a very uh that's a very New Yorker thing, I think. Well, I'm a New Yorker. I I couldn't disagree with you. The only time I've ever seen people like go all out at the airport is like up in New York, maybe in California a little bit. Like airports in Wisconsin, no. Well, it's definitely just like corporate. I feel like that could be any very Probably a lot of those guys don't have the choice. They probably go right to a meeting after the airport. They might not even have time to change. Really? I feel like business trips are just like glorified vacations. I feel like No, those, not always. I've heard those guys do like two meetings and then they just like hang out at the hotel bar. My like uncle was did a, a business meeting earlier this year and he was telling us about it. And 
it was like a literally day and a half trip where it's like he flew somewhere, yeah. had a meeting, went to sleep. The next day he like went fishing with some executives and then went straight from there back to the airport. Nice. And flew back. Fishing with what some even- executives sounds awful <laughs> yeah i don't know it sounds kind of like a weird sterile kind of way of doing that but yeah well, i feel like nolton could a... nolton could hang in the corporate environment you think i don't know i don't know i, I could see it I going would... either way i feel like if you got into it and you really kind of you accept because you're you're a malleable guy you can you can blend in anywhere <laughs> malleable there's there's one there's yeah i was out the other night with a bunch of people and we met this guy who like really wanted to guess like what we studied and shit he was like from us and uh so we all just said yes to whatever the first thing he said was right and he guessed that i was like in finance yeah and so he's like finance and i'm like oh yeah for sure you got it man and then he was like oh my god i'm finance at us like what branch of finance are you in and i realized i have no fucking clue what like business is like i just kind of laughed and like took another sip of my drink drink and he was like like accounting and i was like yeah sure fuck it we'll, we'll go <laughs> started chewing my ear off about like cryptocurrency and shit I was oh like, wow. you should watch back l- earlier in the episode you guys big crypto pod we're sponsored by crypto yeah we're getting we're built it. on, on we're, we're built on cryptocurrency Damn. we made our own it's I, called gut coin <laughs> nice did you <laughs> yeah it's crazy it's gonna how's that going d- is it gonna to the moon. can anyone make their own coin yeah we should do it man. well you just you have to make your own formula Gut for it coin. i like that oh well Wait. i'll just get my buddy from uf to help me out <laughs> yeah, <laughs> big uf guy yeah all right next one how about this you're swiping on tinder and you see that chick that's gorgeous but all of her fucking thing that she says in her bio is that she's just on Tinder looking for friends. <laughs> is that boss or bitch? You know how big of a Tinder guy I am. Well, um, Jack invented Tinder. CEO. Yeah, are you Jack? Are you like anti-Tinder or are you on it? No, I've never used one of them. I don't know. Never, never had the, never had the urge. But I feel like that is a pretty because Tinder is exclusively like a dating app, right? Yeah, pretty much. Like. It's not like a friendship app. I feel like that's pretty bitch. Like yeah, to, it's confusing. All, I, I still don't understand it. I think it's like a bait and switch. I don't think any of them actually mean it. Well, some of them yeah, are weird. They I'm put thinking. that they have a boyfriend and they're looking for a friend. Some of them. Are I've seen that several times before. Whoa. So they're just looking for another male friend on Tinder? That is attracted to them, obviously, because it's an app that where is, you swipe yeah. right or left based on your attractiveness to them. Huh. Well, the real bitch in this situation is probably the boyfriend, but <laughs> that's or, right. or the guy that swipes right. Well, if you're swiping too quick, you sometimes yeah, you miss some you of that shit. It. Yeah, that's some shit you find out afterwards. I've never, I've never matched with someone that's seen that, but I've thought about making my bio on Tinder literally just like, why does anyone put like just ask oh, the question? Oh, that might work. Why does anyone put looking for friends? I'm unironically asking. Because you see it like all the time. It's not like a, a no, one-off it does, it thing. Com- it, yeah, it comes up. Also, people who use Tinder specifically looking for plugs, you see that all the time. Yeah, too. I like that one. That's you funny. Know, I guess, really? you know, yeah. Some of them, they don't even have pictures of themselves, like a picture of the black or their yeah. shoulder or some shit looking for plugs. I mean, I wonder if it actually works. 
I wonder if they've ever found a plug that way. Just for that. Like specifically for that. Hopefully that Probably becomes obsolete in our lifetime. Seems like it's going that direction. At least for yeah. weed. Needing a plug for that. Mm-hmm. All right, Zach. All right, what else we got here? Um, What about... Hmm. Fourth from the bottom, I feel like Jack would have a good... Yeah, this is something I feel like was probably big growing up in in Wisconsin. Um, what do you think about stealing street signs? What'd you say? What do you think about st- stealing street signs? Oh, stealing street signs. My so I grew up on the corner of Andrew Drive and Ashley Lane. So our street Horrible. signs were gone every other week some guy named Andrew or some girl named Ashley would just yoink our signs. I don't know. I'm not against it at all. Like a bunch of my buddies have like traffic barrels and cones and shit. or like random construction signs just in there. Like that's their decor. I feel like it's like a, like a, like a pretty victimless crime, you know? It is. Yeah. yeah. I didn't think, I never thought of it quite like that, but yeah, it is a victimless crime. Yeah, plus it's always like a always just a good time, you know? Because nobody like goes out planning on stealing street signs. It's like a really spontaneous thing. So, you really think so? It, I feel like it's premeditated. Because isn't it a bitch no, to get those down? Me. You could just do that, just like okay. without a ladder or anything, just one swoop. Yeah, I mean, I don't. You don't need much gear to just. Take apart a street sign. What do you do? You just shake it? A traffic barrel. How does it come off? If you, have, if you have a crowbar or a fucking... And anything. Anything that you can pry the street sign off of the actual pole. It's not like they're welded on there. So is it pretty easy for them to come? I guess so, right? If people are stealing them. It's gotta be. Although, kids would often take our just whole thing. Like, they'd take the pole and the street sign. Oh, interesting. Like, we come whole pole would just be gone so how do so, they get the pole too i mean that has to be deep in the ground right i don't know man you can probably just well if you're in wisconsin you can probably just tie a little uh rope to the back of your pickup and drive i was gonna say yeah away use it. a truck mm. for that i don't know we can try you want to go out tonight and steal yeah i mean time? i'm hanging out with big jack for possibly the last time in a long time Tonight. You'll never see me again. It might never be again. Speaking Unless of, you want to swing, swing by the Middle East. Boss or bitch, the country of Kuwait. Dude, so boss. What's not to love about the country of Kuwait? Jack, I was going to ask you. Jack, are you like totally excited? Or are you a little, a little nervous? No, I'm pretty pumped. I'm excited to be somewhere else. Yeah. Miami's been fun, but I'm. I'm all Miami'd out, I think. And I think Kuwait yeah. will be a good change of pace. Two years, nice and simple, in and out. Oh, it's only two years. Mm-hmm. Oh, that's not bad. I thought it was three. Yeah, no. Two-year contracts for most international teaching. So I'm doing that. We'll see. If you really did like it, are you able to re-instill your contract? Are you able to re-up it? Oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Um, you get, you get some, like, like you're going to... Like, you think you're going to come back to America for the summer? I don't know. 
part of the summer probably. Like they fly me back a couple times throughout the year. Gotcha. So I'll probably come back like in the winter at some point and then part of the summer. But also like if I'm living in Kuwait, I kind of want to just be in Kuwait, you know? Word. Yeah. I'm not going to, I've already done America. I don't see much point in coming back and hanging out here. Hmm. But we'll see. We'll see. Well, we're excited you guys want for you. Podcast International. Let me know. Yeah, that could be interesting. We could host a podcast from your from your place. My neck of the woods. Kuwait. Kuwait. The uh, gem of the Middle East. That's that's it. It is a pretty that's rich, it. pretty rich area, though, huh? Yeah, I mean it's all oil money. Sixth richest country per capita. Wow. Um, I don't know. It's an interesting place. Like the whole country lives in one city, like around the capital, Kuwait City. Like the northern part of Kuwait, you kind of got to avoid because there are a bunch of landmines still from when the U.S. decided to put landmines there, I guess. Um, I don't know. It'll be different. I'm teaching, I'm going for teaching Title I kids in Miami to the richest kids in the world. So Sounds like a, a reality fun. show. Yeah, but usually like the opposite. Usually it's like the, uh, like the talking about movies that they make too many of. There's always the like, oh, upper middle class white teacher goes to inner city school yeah. to save the kids, but ends up getting saved themselves. Very typical. Doing the opposite of that one. Well, we got a couple more here. Let me let me preface this one. When was the last date you've been on? Last. Mm. The last thing that was intentionally a date. Yeah. Um, when was the last date I went on? Definitely keep this in the podcast. What the it's waiting? probably been early this semester. I don't okay. think I've been on a date recently. Sure. Um, let's say on that date. You had a nice walk around. There's no real parks here, but let's say there was. You're walking around a park, nice night. You really had to pee. But you didn't want to, you know, go home early because of that. So you pee in the bushes. First date. Boss or bitch. <laughs> no one's around, but no, yeah, she knows. I guess boss enough. I mean, I'm a big... Big outdoor pier anyway, so you might as well get Me that too. out of the way on the first date, you know? Sure. Um, plus, you have someone to, to look at, to be your lookout already, right? That's good that point. is very um, important. Yeah. I mean, being in the bushes in Miami is a lot harder, though. Dude, it's tough. I did probably like six weeks ago. We were out on the beach pretty late, and they don't. There are no bathrooms anywhere around Miami that you can just use. So we just kind of snuck off into like the like shrubbery by the beach. It was it was pretty chaotic. Like there are a lot of people moving around while you're doing it. So shrubbery by the beach. There's a bad movie. Yeah, shrubbery by the beach. Well, yeah, you you know Manchester what I'm talking about. by the sea with a young Sean Penn. <laughs> <laughs> nice. All right, I don't know. What what which one should I do next year? Do a quick one. What about the Bosnian people? 
Did you say something to me? Yeah, what do you think about the Bosnian people as a whole? But Bosnian people as a whole? You want me to just make a generalization about Bosnian people? Yes. Um, overall, pretty positive. Great. Can't say I've ever met a Bosnian person. Uh, couldn't tell you much about Bosnia, other than I think it's near Herzegovina. Um, nice. Or it might be the same thing as Herzegovina. They're, they're, they're one in the same, uh, you know. They're the same thing? They never saw an and they didn't love, so it's it's one country. <laughs> but it used one to country. be two. I have no reason to dislike the Bosnian people, and that might... Uh, maybe I should know more about the country of Bosnia. Maybe if I did, I would have a reason to dislike them, but... They've never hurt me, so we're pretty chill. I like I it. I feel like this is a loaded question, though. Is there something that I should dislike the Bosnian people about? Yes. Oh. But I won't tell you what it is. That's all right. I'll let you sit on it. <laughs> What's my... What? We'll let you sit on it. I don't know. You I let think... me sit. Okay. I'll be Googling reasons to hate Bosnian people tonight. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Well, we'll we'll let the viewers Google it for you. Perfect. Jack Knowlton canceled. Jack. Career in Kuwait. Loves Bosnian people. Yeah, Bosnian people. The Bosnian community hates Jack Knowlton. Um, I don't know. Any of these other ones worth delving into very much? Not really. You got any off the dome? Off the dome. Um, man, I, I kind of loved the one, one of the ones we did when we asked Grant about this. Mm-hmm. Uh, the last boss or bitch we did, it was all morbid questions. Yeah. And it was really oh, fun. Um, and yeah, they were all relating to death and um, funerals and stuff. Um. <laughs> I really liked, uh, you know, your little brother or some sort of sibling or a little cousins at a funeral. He's in the back of the room and you just hear him full volume playing like Candy Crush or Minecraft <laughs> or something. You just you just see him stretching out on the back pew of this church, just flex flexing his his mobile video game Clash of Clans chops. Is that boss or bitch? Man, it's tough because so much like. My instinct usually when a little kid is doing something is that it's boss, right? Just because usually what they do is so rooted and just like not, not care. Like they don't know the societal norms, mm. So they're just doing what they want to do. Which is pretty boss. I think it probably, it probably depends on the funeral. Like if, uh, I feel like that's almost better. Like if he was close to the person, you know, <laughs> also like if it was my funeral and there was a little kid there, I definitely want them to be playing candy crush or something. <laughs> True. Well, that's going to get them further or like they're going to enjoy that more than just being at a funeral. Exactly. I'm, I'm going to go with, I'm going to go with boss. Final answer. That's a good one to that's lock boss. in. Thank you, Jack, my man. Thank I'm going to see you in a little bit, but yeah. thank you I for being on. Oh, you're going to pick me up. What a gentleman. Yeah. Well, I mean, we're pretty much I mean, going to end yeah. the pod after this. So anytime, pretty much after I hang up this call. All right. I'll be over in like, 
All right. Well, thanks for joining us. I'm glad we finally got you on, literally after about to yeah. leave the country forever. It was a pleasure. Yeah, no, for sure. I'm a, I'm a big fan, so this is a dream come true. Well, thank you, Jack. Good luck. God bless. Thank you. I'll see you, Jack. Roll cane. Sometime down the road. See you, boys. All right, bye. It was nice hearing from our wow. our neighborhood Jack Knowlton. It was. Damn, that's kind of heavy. That was it. Yeah, that was nice hearing from him. It's strange, right? It is. Yeah, it really is. It hit me very recently that that might be the you know tonight might be the last time I'll see him in a little while. I'm going full nostalgia mode. I'm bringing my laptop. We're gonna watch all the Naffing Boy stuff we've made oh, over yeah. the years. Oh, it's nice. gonna be a tearjerker. Oh, that's good. I forgot you guys used to have that like Blues Brothers kind of act. It yeah, it was, uh, it was a classic, man. man Our roast session that in so long, actually. Remember sophomore year, you of went course. to the date auction. That yeah, was yeah, hilarious. Yeah. You came. We had a crazy NAFME banquet planned for last year. And that was so many so Corona fun. jokes. Oh, really? Yeah, and uh, we wrote out a lot of it, and we made a lot of Corona jokes because we didn't think it was going to be as big as it was, and then it ended up. Wait, when was this going to happen? April. End of April. Oh, so that was when Corona was kind of like a joke. It was. Like, yeah, I mean, yeah. we planned most of it like spring break and the weeks before, before we all get oh, sent home. Oh, gotcha. And SAFAC, the student budget, covered a lot of random bullshit we wanted. Really? It bought us a red carpet, disco ball. <laughs> nice. Champagne flutes. Really? Um. Yeah, we, apple cider, uh, sparkling apple cider. You guys aren't doing. Oh, I guess it's too late. You, did, you didn't do late. one this year. No. Well, because this year was just as bad. I mean, you're not able to rent out oh, yeah. like the Watsko or the um, Shalala Center, any of those rooms for the right. the Watsko. That'd be nice. The Watsko. Well, we joked around about that. That. Well, our plan was that by the end of our time here, our goal was for Nafmi Boys to run the Canes Take Flight. Yeah, to host that at the Watsko wow, Center. Wow, that would have been awesome. Because it just would have been so. Because it's just such a dumb th- event, and they probably Jack is good on the mic. He's man. really he good like on the great, mic. Great, actually. Yeah. Now he's very talented. Like he had like, like shockingly great. Like that. Like old like cat skills like entertainer host oh, he's done spot. camps and like done that at camps oh. for years. That's like his one of his one of his shticks. Yeah. Yeah. Man, season two. That's it, huh? That's it. We'll see you guys soon. We're, we're, we're going to go back to New York, travel back to our Mecca, mm-hmm. and uh, we'll reconvene there and probably do a few episodes. Honestly, if uh, if it's a mask-off white boy summer like de Blasio's predicting, uh, maybe we'll do some man-on-the-street stuff. We didn't say white boy summer, but he said uh, New York back to normal July 1st. The pains of saying goodbye are nothing to the joys of saying hello. Fuck. <laughs> that is so... You make me tear up over here. Man, this podcast... I'm, I'm, I'm sorry, guys, that it was kind of a... It was a shame season. We had some good moments, but... Yeah. It was a lot more sporadic and... Still some good episodes, though. Yeah, no, I, I think we've, we've come into our own a lot more, the format yeah. and everything. And, uh... There's always next season, just like life. Always, always. It's always, grass is always greener on the other side, right? Season three is going to be crazy. Wait, but that's, I don't love that. Because that's supposed <laughs> to be. Yeah. Yeah, I'm <laughs> yeah, I'm basically predicting that season three is going to be another. <laughs> but, uh, all right. So for the last time in season two, Fafafui. Fafafui. <laughs>